0: So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. Rice from Ashes People tell the story of a girl who lost her mother. Say, her father turned around and married a woman who had two daughters of her own. The cruel stepmother made her husband's daughter the house servant. And right from the start, the two stepsisters would have nothing to do with her. She had only a little lamb to keep her company. And one day her stepmother came into the kitchen and said, butcher the lamb. The girl started to cry. Then the stepmother held out a plate of rice and said, if you don't like to kill the lamb, you'll have to separate the rice from ashes. She spilled all the rice onto the hearth and went off to take her midday nap. The girl was wondering how she could ever separate rice when a dove appeared. Why do you cry, my child? Because my stepmother says I have to separate this rice from the ashes before she gets up from her nap. Lie down and sleep said the dove I'll take care of it as the girl lay down a flock of doves arrived and in no time the clean rice was heaped on the plate as just before when the stepmother got up from her nap she hardly knew what to think the next day she poured sand into a dish of lentils if you don't like to kill the lamb she said You'll have to separate the lentils. Do it before I wake. now. The girl began to cry again. But a flock of birds arrived and picked out the lentils while the stepmother napped. The day after that, the stepmother threw sugar onto the hearth and ordered the daughter to kill the lamb or pick the sugar clean. She went off for her nap. Hearing the girls' cries, a large ant appeared and told the poor child not to worry. This was the ant queen who commanded many workers. Immediately, the ants came crawling over the hearth, and when the stepmother got up from her nap, the sugar was heaped in the dish. Another day passed. And the stepmother came to the kitchen and said, Kill the lamb, or you will have to spin these two bags of wool into thread. Do it before I'm finished my nap. The girl began to weep. The lamb said to her, Don't cry. I'll do it for you. As the girl watched, the lamb dragged the wool from the bags and stretched it out until it was all in a beautiful thread. When the stepmother saw that the wool had been spun, she was furious. But when she examined the lamb, she found one wisp stuck to its little anus. Since every wisp had not been spun, she ordered her stepdaughter to kill the lamb and cook it for supper that very night. The girl wept uncontrollably, but the lamb told her she should not be sad. Calm down. Take me out and butcher me. And in my bowels you will find a little cup. This you must remove and keep always. So she led the lamb to the riverbank. Slit its throat, and quartered the carcass. When she found the cup, she set it aside. Just then, a little old man came by and asked for a drink. She dipped some water into the cup and gave it to him. Then she returned to the house and laid the cup in the bottom of the trunk where she kept her belongings. The girl went often to the cemetery to visit her mother's grave. A little tree grew there, and in the tree was a bird with a beautiful song. The girl would sit beneath the tree weeping, telling her troubles to her dead mother. As she told them one by one, the birds singing would take them away. At home now, without a lamb. She had no one to be her friend, out of meanness. Just to remind her of her loss, the stepsisters had their mother buy them each a lamb of their own. The stepsisters' lambs grew quickly. And when not a leaf or blade of grass was left in sight, the mother told her daughters that these lambs, too, would have to be butchered. First, the older daughter went out to kill her lamb. It made her cry to do so, but the lamb told her she must not be sad. She must look for the little cup inside the lamb's belly and take it for her own. She must also remember to be kind hearted and help those in need. She butchered the lamb and sure enough, There was the cup. At that moment, a little old man came by and asked for water. The stepsister answered, I don't give water to filthy old men. The following day, the younger of the two stepsisters went out to kill her lamb, and the lamb gave her the same advice. She, too, found a cup in the lamb's boughs and met the same little old man asking for water she answered him contemptuously if you want water bend down and drink from the river the old man got down on his hands and knees and drank now in the town there was a king whose queen had died and who had a son on her deathbed The queen had told the prince he would someday marry a woman who would bring him a cup of gold. Because this was the fate predicted by the prince's fairy godmother when he was born, the prince had now grown up. And the king proclaimed that any young woman with a cup of gold was to present herself to the palace. When the stepmother heard this news, She drew up her skirt and ran as fast as she could to the center of town. She told the king that the girl with the golden cup was her own daughter. The next day, the prince mounted a swift steed and set out to claim his bride. Arriving at the stepmother's house, he asked for the girl with the cup. Both sisters stepped forward and began to shove each other. To settle the matter, the mother pointed to the older daughter. Go, go with the prince." The prince put her behind him on his horse and started off for the palace. But as they were passing the cemetery, the little bird that lived in the tree sang out, "'Swift young lord, turn back, turn back. Your companion-to-be is awaiting you yet.'" The bird kept repeating this song until the prince turned around to the girl and asked her to show him the cup she placed it in his hands and saw that it was iron returning to the house he said to the stepmother this is not my bride the younger of the two stepsisters now came to the door with her cup in hand it was all gold the prince put her on the back of his horse and set off but when he got to the cemetery yet again the birds sang out from there saying swift young lord turn back turn back your companion to be is awaiting you yet the prince asked for the cup and when the girl handed it to him saw once again it had been gold and was now iron. He rushed back to the house and asked the girl's mother if she had another daughter. The woman said no. The prince said, she has to be here somewhere. With the mother denying it, he ran into the house and started pulling everything apart. When he got to the kitchen, he saw the orphan girl. He asked, do you have the cup of gold? She had no idea why he asked but simply said yes, yes I do. The prince told her to sit behind him on his horse while the stepmother tried desperately to explain this was only a kitchen girl. The prince replied, it doesn't matter for all I needed was to find the young woman who owned the the cup as they passed the cemetery the little bird ruffled its feathers contentedly and sang you found your companion oh swift young lord keep on to make sure though that there was no mistake the prince looked over his shoulder and asked to see the cup once more There it was, shining so brightly, it blurred his vision. When they reached the palace, the king was taken aback to see his son riding up with a barefoot girl in rags, but he saw the golden cup and he knew she was the one who had been so long awaited. The wedding took place at once. And when the kitchen girl changed into finery, she was everything a princess should be. In time, she had many children and became a great queen. Known for her works of charity, she aided orphans, especially. The end. Awesome story coming from Latin American folktales by John Beerhurst. This is a Cinderella story. We know Cinderella stories go all the way back to China with the girl in the golden slipper. I can't remember the actual title, but I think that's the oldest story. The oldest Cinderella story in existence, right? There's some things in this story that are very different, though. One, it's a golden cup two the sisters also the sisters also get golden cups initially but because they treat the old man who in the story which i omitted because i just felt like it was unnecessary detail in the story they say he is god but nothing comes from it it's just it's just a statement i think it was a little bit of christian propaganda a little bit of religious propaganda You know, back then. But in the story, it says that he is God. Okay. But because they didn't do right by that old man, their blessings then are forfeited and their cups turn to iron. Which is weird because iron is a item used to fight against supernatural spirits. So that's just interesting anyway that it will turn to iron I had a question though real quick what happened to the dad where's the dad in all of this because he's gone he didn't die he just he's just gone right he's he's just not there interesting but whatever one thing I loved about the girl though is that she met she got rich she did not forget her roots She did not forget who she was. She did not forget where she came from. She was an orphan, so I think the stepmother killed. It says she was an orphan, so I think the stepmother killed the father. But we don't know. But then she goes out and helps orphans. If you make it out of your bad situation, and you know how to get out of your bad situation, you have the tools to get out of a bad situation. Don't keep them to yourself. I ain't saying uh drop a drop a million dollars on every single person that 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 may want it, but give help them gain the skills that they may need to get out of their situation. Now she got lucky. But was it really luck though? She did everything she was supposed to do. She followed the instructions that she was supposed to follow. The lamb told her, uh, be kind to people. She was. And she was rewarded for her kindness. She was rewarded for doing the things that she was supposed to do. It may seem like she just got lucky. But... Her skills and doing what she's supposed to do, and and, and and her nature, even though she was an orphan, she didn't let it harden her, to being mean and cruel and everything like like that. She kept her same energy, like we like to say, keep the same energy, and you get what you're supposed to get from it. She kept that same energy, and the prince came through and gave her a a a, a, a kingdom, and bam, and now she helping out all the other orphans that are out there i love that fact i like because it it, it it seems more relatable to today right you got people that grow up in the hood grow up in pro- poverty they get rich being celebrities and everything like that and then you see them you see some of them not all of them see some of them come back or go to inner city communities or go to um impoverished neighborhoods and try to help out i love that fact All right? Just think about that. Just remember that when you make it big. Also, go see Chef. He has a great recipe coming from Argentina after this, right after me. Okay? And also, if you're new here, thank you. If you're old here, thank you. We are back on the journey, and we are going to have fun. As you see, I'm i changed the way the stories come out from weekly to bi-weekly that just helps me out and it helps me do what i need to do on this end all right but again thank you thank you thank you for being here and until we get on to the next journey and the next voyage have a blessed day Welcome my friends to the cabin. I am your chef, Chef, and today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the story you have just heard. Today, we will be creating carbonado Criolla. Now, what will you need for this recipe? One third cup olive oil, one large onion chopped. One can of kernel corn. One green pepper, chopped. Two cloves garlic, minced. One and a half pounds of stewing beef, cut into one inch pieces. One can stewing tomatoes. Two cups beef broth. Three large sweet potatoes, peeled and cubed two white potatoes, also peeled and cubed, two tablespoons of sugar, one large winter squash, peeled and cubed, three quarters cup dried apricots, roughly chopped, and of course, salt and pepper to taste. Now, how do we put this together? Easy. In a large pot, heat, the oil over medium heat. Add the onions, green pepper and garlic. Cook until tender, about 10 minutes. Raise heat to medium high and add the beef to the pot. Cook until meat is browned on all sides. Add in the stewed tomatoes, beef broth, potatoes, sugar, squash, and dried apricots. Cover and simmer for one hour. Season to taste. Add more beef broth if stew is too thick. Continue cooking for 30 minutes more or until beef is tender. Stir in corn and simmer for an additional 10 minutes. And that is it, my friend. Take it out of the pot and Serve. Now, go make this recipe yours. And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, remember the story about the Argentina Cinderella. And as always, enjoy. Thank you for joining us on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and t-shirt designs. You may also get a t-shirt and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's Afro, T-A-L-E-S, cast. And email me at afrotalespodcast at yahoo.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone giving a thumbs up or rating in your podcast app of choice if you wish to donate i am on patreon and coffee.com. that's ko-fi.com so until we meet again may your wins be fair and your seas follow